Hello and welcome to the Super Spreader Show with Trisha and Susie. We're here to infect you with truth and hope it spreads like a virus. Dun, dun, dun. Welcome back to another episode. So we have a lot to talk about. (laughs) Once again, we have never run out of material. No. Living in California, endless material. Yeah. talk about <laughs> keeping us in business <laughs> so yeah we uh one of the things that has me fired up is our well you don't live in la county but i do my kids go to our school kid, in la county though our kid like yeah right so at least there's that so <laughs> um the board of supervisors in la county and you know i can't name them all but the one person who's always been a thorn in my side for years now is Janice Hahn. So that's why, like, she's been a thorn in my side. So whenever I see her name, it, like, piques my interest. I want to read about it. What is she saying? What is she doing? So, yeah, we have an excellent um, sheriff. Is that, like, like he's the head sheriff, right? Alex? L.A. County Sheriff. LA, yeah. The L.A. Count like the face of the sheriff department is Alex Villanueva. I'm sorry if I said that wrong, but so since the pandemic, like you know, he people were kind of on the fence about him, and to be honest, I didn't pay any attention <laughs> before all of this, and um, you know, protests and smash and grabs and all this started happening in LA County, and you know, our politicians. We're letting it happen. And you know what? Say what you may about Sheriff Villanueva, but he's stepped up to the plate. He's, um, among other things, you know, he's calling out. He's calling out the the crime. He's calling out, you know, like, he, he's not, like, letting things get away with it. He's actually even trying to go. He's been battling uh, the DA Gascon, mm. which is, like, a whole episode in itself. He's horrible. He's He's been fighting with him, even, like, finding loopholes how to go around him. Oh, my gosh. And so, like, I am super, super thankful for um, Villanueva. He's, he's even, like I said, loopholes. There's probably many of them, but... He started like letting like I want to say L.A. County is the hardest place to get a CCW, which is a concealed carry permit. Um, now I'm like, wait, I didn't, I, I don't I don't like to say CCP because that gets confusing <laughs> with China, even though we're like we're we're basically CCP now. But anyways, he um, actually just. Like, he's, like, handing out the CCWs. I mean, it's a hard, long, drawn-out process, speaking from experience from a loved one. Um, it's it's tough. But they are, like, getting them out. Like, they're not cutting corners, but, I mean, they're, they're passing them out now because of the crime rate. Like, we need protection for ourselves. So that doesn't make you all mad about 
Yeah, I mean, they're clearly seeing what's happening. They're on the front line and they see how dangerous it is. And if they're handing those out, those are the kind of things you need to ask yourself. Like, why would they be doing that all of a sudden? And, he, and, and you can research him. He comes out on, he does so many press conferences and stuff. He comes out and says like, we can't protect you all the time. So yeah, you need to carry. But this is what Janice Hahn piqued my interest because I heard her name. And then Alex, uh, the sheriff, uh, came out and did a press conference and he um, has been fighting the mandate, the vaccine mandate. He's like, no, he's been fighting it very vocal, uh, whether you're vaxxed or not. And this is where the vaxxed and the unvaxxed need to come together about the mandates because this is this is all out war on us. Well, guess what? Not only during the summer of 2020 with the whole defund the police movement um they have cut millions upon millions of dollars from the budget um and we've talked about this in an, in a previous episode but now they are pushing to fire 4000 police officers and or sheriffs there, there, I'm a little bit confused. I don't know what department the 4,000 comes from, if it's just sheriffs or it's and police or I, I mean, don't know. LA, LA County workers. So, so if you're a county. 4,000. We're already under budget, like uh, not under budget. Is that the right word? Um, like underfunded. Underfunded. There yeah. you go. Underfunded. Um, they've taken police out of all transportation, which we've seen the crime rate go up. Uh, now they are threatening to fire 4,000 officers, 4,000. That's a lot. I live in LA County. My kids go to school in LA County and that is terrifying to me. Um, but he's fighting, he's fighting it so much that now this is what, I don't want to like, I don't want to put labels on them, but this is like what one side of the political party does. If the rules don't fit what they want, they change the rules. Mm -hmm. So this is what uh, the, the LA board of supervisors, um, they're trying to take his power away now. Like you can't, you, you cannot like, cause he's like, everyone's finding loopholes now. Right. He has found a loophole where he like is or or he's like, no, I'm not going to fire them. Like, no, this is unconstitutional. So he's saying no. And now the board of supervisors are now like trying to strip him of his uh, whatever powers he has. So um, Kevin Kylie. I think that's how you say his last name, but, um, Killy, I think Killy. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. You're on it. I didn't even show you this. Well, beforehand, I feel like it has but... a good ring to it. <laughs> right. Kevin Killy. That is a, wow. Yeah. That is a nice name, but he, um, on Instagram said LA sheriff is declining to fire 4,000 deputies over their medical decisions. So now the board of supervisors is removing his authority over personnel. So I wanted to be clear on what, what they're doing. Kevin Keeley is saying, I'm introducing legislation to protect the hiring and firing authority of sheriffs and other um, elected officers. So now we're just like, like, okay, great. 
you're you know you're wanting to introduce this legislation and trying to do things like that but um i don't know is it like too little too late i i'm just like well there's a democrat supermajority in california so i give props to these republican that are trying or i don't know but i i just representatives before we go into like another topic um i wanted to read um uh, sheriff alex villanueva's um actual like statement oh okay this is not him quote quote yet but it says board of supervisors vote to terminate approximately 4,000 LASD personnel during a time when murders, murders, killing people, have increased over 94%. 94%. And there is a hiring freeze in the department. So, because people are saying um, they get paid too much anyways, like let those 4,000 officers go and then hire new ones with like, um obviously less um hourly or whatever salaries right like they're so it's saving money no there's a freeze in the department i want that word to get out so you're firing four thousand because of not injecting themselves and there's a freeze in the department okay so now this is quoting um sheriff alex villanueva this is nothing more than another politically motivated stunt by the board which has no bearing on public health, but will definitely harm public safety. Yeah, where do these people live? Yeah. Where does Janice Hahn live? Does she have private security? (laughs) Probably. I'm sure. They all do. All the people that want to defund the police, take money from the police, um, use less force on criminals, less sentencing. Oh, they have. They have guaranteed security guaranteed so i i wanted to say that i mean the crime rate is ridiculous no i i have i did not grow up a gun owner my Mm. family wasn't gun owner i had we had police in our family and i think that was kind of like our safety Mm -hmm. net you know psychologically or whatever Mm -hmm. but last within the last couple years we my husband and i even my parents have one now yeah because I, I would rather, I heard someone say this and it's so true. I would rather own a gun and never have to use it yep. than need a gun and not have it. Yeah. And, and guns. Okay. I'm going to, we, I have my own gun. My husband has guns. <laughs> um, guns scare me. Yeah. You literally course. like when, I, when we go shooting out in the desert, whatever in indoor shooting, I mean, like, you just, like, could turn and kill someone. Like, it's scary to me. But the thing is, is the more you train, the more you get familiar with the gun, it's not so scary anymore, if that makes sense. So I know there are, it's, it is scary to a lot of people, but it's like, the more you train, you get knowledge, you know how to control the gun, um, all the laws which don't make sense in california anyways talk uh, about that one you sent me about the kids in school and if you have guns in your house oh there's oh my gosh pair that with everything you just talked about oh who's writing that somebody is writing it's in the process of just being written um one of our great senators probably um he's writing a bill in california only that to attend a public or charter school 
in the state of California, uh, you have to submit a form stating all your weapons and how do you store your weapons and where are they stored in your home? Tell, red flag. Red one, flag. Then they know where your guns are because they're coming to take them. Yeah. So now you're giving up this information and they know where their gun, where your guns are in your home, how many you have. And they're, and oh, I'm forgetting to say a part. The reasoning, the reasoning behind this bill is because of the school shootings, because typically they get the gun from their dad or whatever, you know, like. So, of course, playing on emotions, you know, protect our kids. Yeah. Uh, no, you're coming for our guns. This is completely was this, asinine. I, I'm like, is that even the right word? I don't know. Yeah. But no, it, if they if they went to every if they went, if they first of all had gone to every gang member yeah, in L.A. Yeah. and said, you need to list all your guns where you keep them whatever else mm -hmm. they're requiring and then came to us. It's like, I, it, you would, it would somehow make yeah. sense, but just think More, about the, yeah. the order that they do things in. They go to the law abiding citizens who register their guns, mm -hmm. go through the training, are using it as self-defense, self-defense from the criminals who have guns that they're not going to their doors and you know, they know where they live. Like yeah. really, I mean, not that oh, they yeah. would know every gang member, no, but, but I'm saying a majority. Yes. Like, yeah. so uh the, that's that was a whole bunch of information yeah. um just about our crime and what they're trying to do to the responsible gun owners um yeah i mean which goes straight i mean do you have any more on that just i just feel like like and i i was on the other side of this forever mm -hmm. you know just guns are mm -hmm. dangerous nobody needs guns but i mean when you really think about the situation of why you have them and and your mm -hmm. need to protect your family. Look how many, so if mm -hmm. California has, you know, 55 million people or whatever they have, I forget how many people we have. We have more people than any other state that um, if, if, if something happens and there's, you know, a reason for you to, that to need to protect yourself on a large scale where everyone's needing to protect themselves at the same time. Um, I always like to ask people who are just, you know, complete um, anti-gun are you going to kung fu your way to freedom like how, how are you going to protect yourself because if you're they're already taking people out out of out of the police force and the sheriff's department yeah. and our our populations yes a lot of people are moving out of california but our borders are wide open and a lot of people are coming across into our country so who's going to protect <laughs> you your <laughs> like, fist i yeah uh, i yeah. don't know i so, don't know who who again you have to I, I hope that the thousands of dollars we've invested into firearms to protect ourselves, we will never have to use. Mm -hmm. I sincerely hope that. I hope it, it collects dust and we never have to use it. But I'm not taking that chance right now in this state. Mm -mm. It's proven the states with the, with the um, most strict gun laws have the highest crime rates. That's just out proof. There. That's, that's just data you can't deny. Because so. that's like years and years and years and years and years of data yeah. that Chicago, LA, like... We have the biggest crime, whatever, X, Y, Z, and we have the strictest gun laws. And you're like, wake up. I, it's so And annoying. it really is the one, our, our Second Amendment, right, is really the one thing that mm -hmm. separates our country from any other Western nation. Yeah. Like, and why yeah, we've we, remained mm -hmm. the beacon of mm -hmm. freedom and liberty 
because our yep. government knows it can't. It can only go so far with us before people, because we are armed. Yes. So, and, and, and I feel like they're, they're not going to ever give up. So this is just going to be a fight till mm -hmm. our death and then our kids de uh, death and the, our grandkids fight. Like this is just going to be a forever fight. I mean, and, and then they're like, why stop at the second amendment? Let's, let's go for the first amendment. <laughs> So, so annoying. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole other topic that we'd yeah. want to end with. But I mean, going into the Board of Supervisors fire, wanting to fire 4,000 officers, we can now go into the topic of free crack pipes <laughs> funded by your tax dollars. <laughs> um, so we can, I, I mean, this is like new development. I have to laugh my way through this one. There's so many funny memes right now, but you know, because we truly believe on our show that we have to laugh about some of these things because they're so horrible. But um, there's like right now, there's conflicting stories. Um, Saki came out and said, no, crack pipes are not part of the safe smoke kits. <laughs> say that without laughing yeah, I, they, is that they, what they're called yeah i'll i'll read an article you read an article I while i look up so because i'm sure mo a lot of you guys are aware of the biting crack pipe story that's going around um i don't know if you know like much detail about it so let me just indulge you for a little bit um so it's a 30 million dollar grant program it will begin in may and it will provide funds to nonprofits and local governments to help make drug use safer for addicts there's so much wrong in that <laughs> sentence right now, but let me keep going. Included in the grant, which is overseen by the Department of Health and Human Services, are funds for smoking kits slash supplies. A spokesman for the agency told this this, the people that wrote this article that these kits will provide pipes for, use, for users to smoke crack cocaine, crystal methamphetamine, and any illicit substance. Okay? That's what they're saying. We just said Saki's, like, denying it. But, like, can you honestly believe anything that comes out of her mouth? I mean... No. Yeah, so I'm taking that with a grain of salt. So the HHS said the kits aim to reduce the risk of infection when smoking substances with glass pipes, which can lead to infections through cuts and sores. Applicants for the grants are prioritized. This is the best part. Applicants for the grants are prioritized if they treat a majority of underserved communities, including African-Americans and LGBTQ plus persons, <laughs> as established under Joe Biden's executive order on ad advancing racial equity. Let me stop right there. <laughs> it is Black History Month. I'm not. That's all I'm going to say. And you guys can draw conclusions, but I, feel, I find that a, quite a coincidence. You know, okay, <laughs> we can we can dig up celebrities, politicians, past all we want. We're going to find something wrong. Okay, so I like to just be in the now. So we can. I would like to start. And when I say in the now, I want to bring up Biden because I have seen so many racist videos oh. of him using the N word in like five times in one sentence, um, not letting uh, Supreme Court nominees go through because they're black. He fought uh, mm -hmm. uh, Judge Thompson. Um, he did not want him on the Supreme Court. He's the you know, Clarence Thompson is the Thomas Thomas. Sorry. Thank you. Like, Gosh. Thompson. Thank you. Well Thomas. Um, he did not want him on the Supreme court. Um, so there's so many racist things that Biden has done his whole life, but, 
But starting in 2020 is when he started, you know, because he was running to be president. Mm -hmm. So let's just start there. Mm -hmm. He literally went on a show and said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. (laughs) So, I mean, we don't have to dig far with this guy. No. Um, So if you go there and then uh, Ice Cube, I believe it was Ice Cube, went with Trump, uh, did a meeting at the White House with Trump. And had like this list for black America and demands and blah, blah, blah. Trump was like, had this diamond package. Mm -hmm. That's right. He had this diamond package ready to go. Obama, it put Obama to shame in his eight years of presidency. Like Trump was getting it done, whether you like him or not. He had this diamond package ready to go. And so Ice Cube goes to the White House, and guess what? He gets slammed by the world, social media, which we know those are trolls. Cancel but culture. Can- yeah. They try to cancel him, and he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Freaking Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. I was so disappointed a little bit. I mean, I'm not saying, like, you know, this gangster is, like, good guys, but I was like, wow, like, you bent the knee? Like, mm-hmm. you, you bow down to the woke culture. Like, he got scared. Mm-hmm. And so... I was pretty disappointed. So then he, you know, he kind of, he went on CNN and kind of punked Cuomo at the time. Like that was funny to watch. But uh, then he went to Biden and Biden goes, let's wait until I become president. It's one year later. What has Biden done besides say, uh, well, I mean this, he wasn't president at the time, but like he told, uh, I I don't say his name, right? Charmaine, the God or whatever. He's a Charlemagne, the God. Thank you. I don't know how to say his name, but he went on that show who's African-American and straight up told the audience, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Like, I don't know how the black community still voted for him. If they did, I, I sincerely doubt that. But um, so we go from that to Black History Month. Well, and oh, was the recent one? clip of Charlemagne the God saying, where's Trump? Oh, Yeah. I'll post that one. Post that one. So yeah. he, yeah, they're done. But where's Ice Cube? Yeah. Is Ice Cube not mad? I don't know. Is he worried about that Super Bowl halftime show? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, probably. I mean, I, yeah. whatever. So um, now we fast forward to Black History Month. And now he says, for all you black people, here's some free crack pipes. Because that's what I think of you. Yeah. I mean, uh, but he it's does disgusting. say the smartest person that he knows is his son, Hunter, which is uh, addicted to crack pipes. So, I mean... Maybe it's a tribute to him. Maybe it's a tribute to him. I don't know. I'm very fighter, fired up about this because, you know, they also say minorities. And I I feel like the Hispanic, you know, crowd is also mixed up in that, you know? Like, it's just like, you, all you colored people. Like, mm-hmm. let's just throw in all the colored people. You know what I mean? Like... Oh, it's so annoying that, <clears throat> you know, I I find it comical because I'm like, are you awake yet? Yeah. It's Black History Month. What, yeah. yeah. Like what? Like that is. How more offensive even, can he be? I am not African-American and I feel like he slapped me in the face. Like, yeah. how are you not upset about this? Like you weren't upset about, you know, maybe you thought it was a joke. If you, you know, mm-hmm. you ain't black. So it's like, what will wake you up 
to see how bad thirty million dollars. I mean, it's a lot of money. and you have something to read, right? Oh yeah. Well, so the article continues that Democrat-run cities such as San Francisco and Seattle have distributed smoking kits to residents. Some local governments, however, have in recent years backed away from their smoking kit programs over concerns they enable drug abuse. You think? So Louisville, Kentucky, for example, allowed convenience stores to sell these smoking kits, but later banned them. And legislators in Maryland ditched their distribution plan after facing backlash from local law enforcement and African-American leaders. Sergeant Clyde Boatwright, president of the Maryland Fraternal Order of Police, said government resources are better spent on preventing drug use rather than making it safer. And his, he's in quotation saying, if we look at more of, of a preventative campaign as opposed to an enabling campaign, I think it will offer an opportunity to have safer communities with fewer people who are dependable on these substances. So that leads into an interview that I recently saw on Fox News, Hannity's show mm -hmm. with Dan Bongino and Geraldo Rivera. And it's like, Sean Hannity's like, Geraldo, please tell me you don't agree with this. <laughs> and Geraldo... Is, is doing something that's typical of this mindset where you plan the emotions of everything, right? Yeah. So his thing is, so he's talking about these, um, they're called like safe clinics. Like, I don't know the exact term, but basically yeah. they're, they're like clinics where drug users can bring their own drugs into these clinics and shoot up. Mm -hmm. And so Geraldo's saying that these, there's two clinics that have reported that they have saved 114 people in six weeks between these. And I'm thinking, how do you, first of all, how do you, how do you like, how do you, what is the word I'm trying to say? Like how, you saved people's lives. What you saved them from ODing this week instead of next week. Yeah. Like you think they're just going to stop? I mean, there, there, yes, there's always that 1% of the 1% that is going to just like go in here and maybe miraculously clean themselves up. But majority of the people are bringing these into these underserved, underserved communities mm -hmm. that have working class people, mm -hmm. not people like Geraldo. No, they don't live in these communities, No, but you, there's a, there's a person on uh, a Tucker Carlson segment that, um, had that said like, and he was a black American or African American. And he said, I'd rather not have these clinics here. My neighborhood's never been the same since. So they're, I feel like they're trying to put a band instead of treat a wound, their policies put band-aids on the wound and you know why? Because you have to replace a band-aid. Yep. It creates dependency. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to fix the problem. They're not going to, they're not. For, remember that we have a wide open border where fentanyl is pouring mm -hmm. into our country in record amounts. And so instead of $30 million mm -hmm. to the border, they're just going to enable everyone to, to smoke these drugs. Yeah. They're like, in bed with the cartel. No one is putting this together. Like, come on. I don't know. Whether whether mm. what Saki says is true or not, it's still they're enable these policies enable this crap instead of California alone. San Francisco is the biggest one, right? They give yeah. out the the needles and mm -hmm. like oh. yeah. I mean, so we've been dealing with this for a while. Oh yeah, this, this is, is like mm -hmm. like nationwide, I guess the safe smoke kits or whatever yeah. they're calling them. Yeah, uh, and a reporter said. Um, are you putting, uh, what are they, crack pipes or whatever? And then she, Saki got all upset, press secretary, and she's like, no, that was misinformation, blah, 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 blah. There is alcohol swabs and lip balm <laughs> to protect you from HIV. <laughs> what? I just, what? What is in the lip balm? Uh, Can we all have like, some? Please keep doing this. Just don't cut yourself. 
Like that's what? their that's their priority. Like, and I, I was know. like, one, I don't believe you. Like, you're a liar. There's no way that that got leaked and it wasn't telling the truth because California is literally handing yeah, out we do, needles. We do this. So, for us Californians, like crack pipes, free crack pipes, does not sound like <laughs> we already give out needles. So, I mean. What's the next step? Crack pipes? Okay, that that makes sense. I mean, like, yeah, let's give them crack pipes. Well, and like, they ask Geraldo at the end because oh, the yeah. whole motion part. Hannah, and he's like, okay, so you're gonna tell me that if you, I'll put this video on our on the podcast website, by the way, um, on this particular episode, and you can watch it. It's it's alarming, mm-hmm. like. So mm-hmm. Hannah and he's like, okay, so if your children, Geraldo, come to you and they're like, I'm going to smoke heroin and there's nothing you can do about it. I'm going to smoke crack. There's nothing you can do about it, but I need a free needle. Mm-hmm. Would you get, give your child the, the clean needle? Sorry, the clean needle. And Geraldo was like awkward pause yep. for like a long time. And then he's like, no, he's like, I would give them a hug. I would give them a hug. And it's like, exactly. So you're going to pander to yeah. America about the emotional side. Of course, we don't want people to die. Of course. But like you yourself just admitted, like you're not going to give your own child clean no. needles. So why? We, so it's okay for everyone else to get them mm-hmm. with our money. Like you're okay for people coming across the border because America's for everyone. But are, are, are you, is, are they coming into your backyard, Geraldo? Like, no. <laughs> are you inviting them to live with you? Yeah. Because if you want them here, then you should house them. Yeah. Like you should house them in your probably gated community. This was just another classic example of, you know, the emotion. Yeah. You plan the emotions of people, but you actually, you yourself know it will never affect you or your family. No. So it won't. And that's what they need. They need help. Yes. These people need help. And to just to play on um, what you were saying earlier about, um, you know, any death is, is horrible. Death is part of our life, but at some point, like you said, it has to be like 1%. They do turn their lives around. And this is where instead of three thirty million $30 in crack pipes should go to like helping mental health and helping mm-hmm. them get off of drugs. Mm-hmm. You've done this to yourself though. You're the drug addict. How, it, why, and how, you know, is heartbreaking mm-hmm. most of the stories. It is. But, you know, just like, we we can spill it over to healthcare for all. You you're eating McDonald's every day. You're not getting off the couch. You're super obese. You have all this medical health, but you want me to pay for that. Mm-hmm. You want my tax dollars to go like towards that person who made the choice. It's all about our choices. It's my choice on what like me living healthy and like eating keto and you know what I mean? Like, cause I'm trying to take care of my body, but that it spills over to everything. You're, you smoke cigarettes for 50 years. Now you have lung cancer. Now I have to pay for that. Yeah. Same thing. You're choosing, you chose to do drugs, whether, you know, circumstances or whatever. It's sad, but you're choosing drugs and doing drugs. It, it's a high death rate. I mean, that's just data. So, for me, you're handing out crack pipes is like giving them a death sentence. Honestly, that's just my opinion. Yeah. And instead of helping, helping them. But then like, they don't depend on the government anymore. Yeah. So if they're off that's drugs. Why this then, is, that's why this is happening this way yeah, and not. That's true. 
the money's not being put into mental health facilities and rehab centers. Like yeah. it should be. It's it should be. This is enabling. where, it, that's where they need help. Mm-hmm. It's. Ugh, and like that, the, the, he made a good point because Geraldo's like, okay, so the alternative is they're on the street and they die. You, you want them to die. And Dan Bongino's like, I don't want my kids to die. Yeah. Because if you look at these neighborhoods, I mean, these people are on the streets mm-hmm. doing this. It's not safe. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to go there. Nobody wants to, people can't walk down the street. No. So yeah, I mean, yeah. do you want people to die? No. But in my honest to honest assess, assessment of this, if it takes a few people dying a little while mm-hmm. so that more people get off drugs and don't do this, or th- if these people have to go to jail yeah. and learn it a super, super hard way yeah. so that more people, then I'll take that risk. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I it's <sighs> not a quick fix at all. And so, um, but like you said, it, w- it would be bad at first. Yeah. I mean, you know, every, like, that's how things have get fixed a lot of times is it gets, sacrificing yeah, at the beginning sacri- instead yeah. of just prolonging mm-hmm. the, for the sake of mm-hmm. being the nice guy Yeah, when it never gets fixed. Never gets We're fixed. We're still talking about it. Yeah. Years. I mean, it's gotten how worse. many people no. have died of opioid addiction yeah. and mm-hmm. because they just want to enable instead of actually try and fix the problem. And that's how you know yep. this has nothing to do with getting these people healthy and everything yeah. to do with keeping them under your control. I don't know how much more clear they can make it. Thousand percent. Crack pipes or not, the policies themselves speak volumes to me and you, I'm sure, <laughs> and anyone paying attention at, at 1% paying attention to this. It's clear as day. I don't, I don't know what else they have to do. They're going to just start getting it, giving the drugs out next. Like, yeah i mean why not that's the best what he's why all not? yeah they just bring their own drugs into the clinic Geraldo like, said that he's <laughs> trying not to laugh yeah it's like yeah here look they're bringing their own drugs it's fine just, just give them the pipes because they got their own drugs like that not how illegal? about they don't have drugs to begin with <laughs> like what like close the border first yeah that's the thing they did like no. if they would have again if they would have closed the border and mm-hmm. tried to stop some of this fentanyl coming across. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, we're going to hand out an able. Like, I would at least <laughs> feel like, okay, this is ass backwards still, but okay, yeah. let's try it. But they're not, they, no, the border's wide open. wide open. The drugs are pouring in and now they're enabling them to continue to use them. Where is America? Like, I don't, this is, it's alarming. It's alarming. And just be aware of this and connect the dots. If you haven't yet, because especially pretty obvious once you Mm -hmm. realize how it all works and where the money goes and Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to save the first amendment for another time. Oh yes. Yeah. Cause that we're domestic terrorists (laughs) now because we talk about stuff like this. Yeah. We go against our government. We create (laughs) confusion (laughs) and mistrust. We've created mistrust in our government. And so we are labeled domestic terrorists now. I'm laughing, but we are literally labeled domestic terrorists. Yeah. If we disappear, if Trish and I disappear, we love our our life and we didn't kill ourselves. We did not kill ourselves. How sad that we have to give that disclaimer. I'm laughing, but I feel like... Because I want to (laughs) cry. I never thought I'd be labeled a domestic terrorist. Because they they went like labeling domestic terrorists um, to parents at the board meetings Mm -hmm. real quick to... Anyone that goes against the, the government. Oh, which is like a country I know. What China. Is that, what is that country? Oh, yeah, China. <laughs> what? We can't say 
anything. I, I mean, and it what drives me crazy is for four years they did that it to was Trump. The top police. Whether yeah. whether you like liked him or not, whether you voted for him or not, they did this. They talk so much crap yeah. every day for four years. Yeah. And then Biden becomes president and we're all silenced. We're domestic terrorists. We're domestic terrorists? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like that's what our our country has been whittled down to is we can't handle adverse thought. We can't handle opinions and No, but you did it for four years. I, I mean, if you want to count the year he was probably running, so five yeah, years. Five years. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh my god. God, yeah. it's so one-sided. It's so it's, mad. It's, you can't even take it. I mean, you have to take it serious because yeah. it's on there. It's on the Department of Homeland website. Yeah, it's there. Right there. Look it up. And I love how they're saying like, we're doing this to protect the out, 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 the, the backlash <laughs> that has caused deaths in churches and schools. It's like they're, they're trying to make it like they're protecting the people who go to church, <laughs> who are the large percentage of people that are, have the logic to question this. Like, and are questioning their government because things aren't adding up. I mean, you have, I'm the perfect example. Like Jasmine's like, when did you, who did you vote for? in before, before the last president, I was like, I don't even know if I did. Like I have literally, I have been, I have had zero interest in anything that I talk about now two years ago. And I went from like zero to a hundred and you know, <laughs> real fast. And how many more people are like me yeah. that like weren't even paying attention. And that's all we like pay attention to right now. I mean, we were, because we were, I was put in a position where I couldn't work and I, you know, mm -hmm. couldn't do anything, but listen mm -hmm. and observe. And that's what I did. And it's eye opening and you know, better late than never. But I mean, on, on my end, um, I've, I've been a conservative my whole life. Um, you know, like t since teenage years, but, um, I, I mean, I've always voted conservatively. And then, um, I told people, cause I was a little confused about Trump and Hillary and I, I absolutely hate the demon that is in Hillary Clinton. Oh my gosh. I don't want to say I hate her. Yeah. She's, she's the devil. Like, I think she's possessed by a, a high level demon like i'm not joking so absolutely would not vote for her and just kind of took the leap of faith with trump but um like i don't care what political party you are like if she switched to republican before whatever when you know the, i would be like when the pigs start flying and, yeah, yeah you're not getting my vote so just because you're republican mm -hmm. so that happened and then i went nose diving so i just was that blind conservative i mm -hmm. guess always voted i always voted conservatively but then i was like yeah i don't care what party like if you're if you're republican i need to know more stuff mm -hmm. about you now yeah and um like, I, I just won't vote because you're a Republican, if that makes sense. And then I went nosediving into millions of rabbit holes mm -hmm. in the last, like, two years, where now I'm like, I'm against George Bush Sr., I'm against George Bush Jr., all the people, and I can admit that. Mm -hmm. I admit that, you know... Just because I voted for these Republicans, conservatives, like they're the most evil, the evil too. So now I'm just very open and like, I need to know more stuff about you. Yeah, exactly. So I, was, I do think there's a uniparty in Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. When you look at how things play out and 
when they actually vote mm-hmm. and yeah. So rhinos are being exposed. This is this was a we fun went, episode. We went, we went hard and fast on this one. We sure did. <laughs> and I am not apologizing no. for that. It was a good one no. because people need to know this. Yeah. And, you know, it's only 40 minutes of information. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully it fires you all up and, you know, start fighting uh, the board of supervisors and knowing names and everything. So this was a great information episode. And so, yeah, was there anything else you wanted to end on? I think we... I think we offended a lot of people today. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, no, not, people, I don't, not I the don't, five people that listen to us. But. <laughs> you five people, we love you. <laughs> we know you got our back, but the people you may share this with. I'm all, I'm all like trying to think, what did we say? Oh, oh what, whatever. <laughs> you, you get the, the raw and unedited, unedited yeah. version of us and you're just kind of listening to us like rant a bit. So yeah, we're just going to end it on that note. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, we just, um, we hope that, uh, just look this stuff up, look it up. I'll put, I always try to put links and, and resources for people oh, yes. on the website. Look at so. the show notes, guys. Look at the show notes. Please. Yeah. There's always, every one of our episodes has show notes. Yes. And please. links to of things that we discuss or corrections that we need to make. Oh, yes. We do, we do corrections. Yes. <laughs> we correct ourselves. And if you find something that we need to be corrected for, let us know. Yeah, let us know. And this is, uh, you've been listening to the Super Spreader Show with Trisha. And Susie. You can find us on Anchor FM, Spotify, and our own website, superspreadershow.com. Bye, guys. Bye.